0: Another Lakers W, a dominant performance by LeBron James. Are the Lakers positioning themselves to be a threat to the Golden State Warriors? Hmm. Brandon Ingram, injured. How would that affect the rotation? KD says nobody wants to play with LeBron. Why? We'll answer all these questions on this episode of Balls Don't Lie. Let's go. pulls it back. Throws has Juju Smith-Schuster. What a start to the night. One play, bang, touchdown Steelers. And the Bears have it. It's a fumble and a takeaway. Eddie Jackson going the other way for a Chicago touchdown. Balls don't lie podcast. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Balls Don't Lie. I am your host A N T O N Anton. Anton. And I'm flying solo today, so that means we're talking Lakers. But first, like always, please follow us on Twitter at BallsDon'tLivePod. That's Balls with a Z. And please like, subscribe, wherever you listen to podcasts. We need your feedback, please. It's a work in progress, so please help us progress throughout here. We want to give the best show that we possibly can. It's very fun doing the show, but it only remains fun if we have listener engagement and people to talk to. So I appreciate you if you uh, actually helped us out. Now to these Lakers. It was a good game. <laughs> it was a good, it, it, I shouldn't even say it was a good game. It was a very entertaining game. There were some things that happened in that game that got me out of my seat, The first thing that done that to me was Lonzo taking off in the lane For the Monster Jam The Monster Jam It was a beautiful thing It was beautiful because We don't get to see that very often from Lonzo We don't get to see that He's usually blowing the layup in the lane Highly frustrating But he took off Monster Jam What's wrong with the refs, man? Somebody tell me what the heck is wrong with the refs. They took <coughs> Josh Hart out the game so fast. He got three fouls called on, called on him in like 30 seconds. Two of them was definitely, definitely not a foul. I mean, he saw it on a replay. He, he literally did not even touch the guy at all. There was air in between. He got fouled by air. H2O. Was no fouls at all. And then he gets called. Was this is was that the third foul? I can't remember. He goes through the hole. Strong move. His elbow happened to be right there. (laughs) They call foul. He makes the and one and then some mysterious thing happened they actually went and replayed it to see if it was an offensive foul when did they start doing that i mean when did like that's a that's a real question like when did they start doing that because if they can actually review fouls (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like if you could actually go back and review fouls um first of all James Harden you're in trouble. You are in trouble James. I I really I really want to know the rule. If somebody can tell me why he was able to go to the score desk, look at tape and reverse the call to a no basket and an offensive foul. I mean I I really I just want to know is there secret challenges? Is there? I, I really want to know. I'm going to Google the heck out of that matter of fact. I might have a new. I might have an answer for you on the next Laker podcast, <laughs> cause I I have no idea what that was. But yeah, since the refs had a some weird vendetta against Josh Hart, and then Brandon Ingram going down with an ankle sprain in the first quarter. Speaking of that. That ankle sprain was caused by LaMarcus Aldridge stepping into, stepping into his landing zone Which is real odd First of all he was fading away on that shot And when you're contesting a shot Your lower part of your body Doesn't extend farther than your hands So as you know You extend out you know, top of your body goes out farther than the lower part of your body. So you you you, you are contesting the shot. You're actually leaning towards the fadeaway. But LaMarcus actually, you know, he kind of looked like he tried to box him out and stood in his way of landing. And they did call a flagrant on that. So that was a dirty play. But why do people do that? That's like the worst thing you can do to a a player Obviously you want to contest the shot You always want to contest the shot But you don't want to do things That's going to injure a player Or even potentially injure a player That's just disrespectful So LaMarcus Aldridge You're already a Spurs So I'm not really all up on it like that anyways I'm not a fan of the Spurs like that I did like Kawhi's game Respect Tim Duncan. Greg Popovich, one of the greatest of all time. But come on, man. That that was foul. That was foul business right there. I hope you uh send a uh I'm sorry letter to to Brandon and all Laker fans <laughs> out here. We need Brandon. So uh but anyways, back to what I was going to say, which was hmm. Because I lost my train of thought. That's just what happens when you go on a little tangent. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, the, the the refs were not doing the Lakers any favors at all. A lot of bad calls in that game. And the Spurs got a few bad calls, too. So don't let me make it look like it was completely one, one-sided. That whole referee unit needs to be uh, put on leave for a little while. It was terrible. But... Um, The game, uh, like I said, it was entertaining. The Lakers went on a few scoring droughts due to some of these funky uh, rotations they had to play due to some of our players having to sit on the bench, you know, injuries and foul-related. And we went on some terrible scoring droughts that killed us. We were up by, I think, nine points at one point, and then we're down by, you know, eight or nine points. We couldn't buy a bucket. I was tweeting on Twitter, you know, on the on the the, the Spurs and Lakers feed and it was like, Man, we couldn't buy nothing. Poor V. uh Mikhailu, he's a shooter. I bet you if you put him in a gym with anybody on the Lakers now, he's gonna splash them to death in practice or if he's playing for the D League South South Bay Lakers. But when he gets on the court You know in the actual NBA I don't know what happens man He doesn't look terrible He doesn't He doesn't look like he's out of place He out there working He's working hard You can see it But his shot is not falling He hit one three Yesterday He did hit one But it was like one out of six Or something like that It was like come on man I had so many high hopes for you you were balling in Summer League, balling. So I hope you uh, get that figured out because we really do need you as a shooter. You, you, you could be a very valuable player on our team, very. So uh, I'm still showing you loves, V. I'm rooting for you. But with that said, we had to have King James come in and save the day. And we can't have that every single time. But for us viewers, it sure was fun, though. <laughs> it sure was fun, baby. Mm. 20 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists, no turnover, 7 for 8 from the field, shooting from 36 feet. Balling. We managed to pull out the victory. LeBron put up an MVP performance. I hope that's what LeBron looks like in the playoffs. That's what I hope. If that's what LeBron looks like in the playoffs... Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. It could be an issue out here. Because, I mean, the West is looking it's looking weird. Denver is number one. You got Memphis up there in the playoff picture doing things. You got Sacramento in the playoff picture doing things. The Rockets have fell all the way off. The Spurs have fell off. It's like, currently, we're the fifth seed... Uh, Yeah, the Lakers are the fifth seed and Golden State is the fourth seed. We don't want that. We do not want to play Golden State in the first round. Come on, man. Somebody got to do something. Is this a part of your master plan, Steve Kerr? To get LeBron out the way in the first round? Is that what what you're trying to do? I I don't like that plan. Come on, man. At least spare us until the conference finals. We want to beat Denver, and I want to beat Portland. Only other team that I think can give us fits in the playoffs is OKC. They're balling right now. I don't get to watch them play. I did watch them play one game early in the season. It was against, I believe it was against the Celtics, actually, and they blew that game. But since then, they've been on a pretty good tear, and they've been doing their thing, so. Um, actually last night I think <laughs> I think Paul George put up a 40 piece and had like 25 points in the fourth quarter. Uh 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 Westbrook put up another trip dub. I mean, that's the, his stat line was stupid. It was like 20 something with 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 like 16 rebounds and 15 assists or something crazy. Like that's the that's a banana stat line. And get the W, respect. And then I saw something sweet. He did give his shoes to a, a fan after the game. I know LeBron gives his wristbands out all the time, but he actually was out there in the crowd surveying, like, hmm, i hmm, who am gonna get these shoes to? Gave it to a little young boy who had the had the jersey on, so respect to you, Russell Westbrook, but you're the only threat that I see to the Lakers just at this juncture right now. I think we could beat anybody else in a seven-game series Not talking about the Warriors. Now, we'll get into that conversation later. But the Lakers are shaping up to be ascending in the West. And I I like it. I like it. I like it. We're no doubt far from a finished product. That's what's so beautiful about it. That's what's so beautiful about it. If you start off 2-5 and and you end up 15-9, and you can't be mad. You should be very excited and very uh, pleased with your progress. So shout out to y'all for doing your thing. Um, I'm going to leave it at that with the Lakers and Spurs game. We have another one coming up on Friday. Same opponent, just a different venue. We're in Spurs land. We're going on the road. I think it's a six out of seven games on the road. Yeah, six out of the next seven games are on the road. So it's going to be rough. We finished the homestand four out of four Ws. So we need to pad that little (laughs) little W column because we might run across some uh, turbulence coming up. But when we come back, we're going to take a little break. Uh, We're going to talk about the Brandon Ingram injury, how that affects the rotation going forward. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more Balls Don't Lie. Alright, now when we left off we are talking about Brandon Day. He's hurt again. He's already missed four games this season because he wanted to be uh, Vladimir Klitschko AKA, and Mayweather early in the season against the Rockets. Though, I understand when you play James Harden you, you suddenly feel a little antsy. You want to slap somebody because he's so frustrating but last year he missed 20 odd games 25 games or something like that and now he's getting hurt again so I hope this doesn't continue to be a trend in his career he's a valuable player of this team currently and we need him but moving forward since he's going since he's going to be out what are we going to do about it we already have Rondo out, so there's a two-ball handlers that we don't have now. There's a slot in the starting five that needs to be filled. Now, me, I'm putting Josh Hart in that spot right away. We got a little taste of that lineup earlier when Brandon was out of the seat out uh, out for four games, and it was a highly successful venture for that starting lineup. It didn't start off very slow like we do when we have Brandon in the first unit. But it could be KCP's job. He's been playing a lot better, a lot better since the beginning of the season. He was the first shooting guard in the first starting five iteration, and it was terrible. It was terrible. KCP was balling last year, so I was hyped. I'm like, okay, KCP. He was doing his thing last year. He is a shooter. He plays good defense. He's highly active. Oh yeah, yeah, he's good for the starting, you know, role. LeBron uh, with well, LeBrons especially, you know, he needs somebody who can spot up and shoot. But it didn't start off so well. It didn't. And Josh Hart filled admirably. He was much better than KCP. But as of late, KCP has picked up his intensity. He's been d'ing up. He's been knocking down these trade balls. He's been hitting the mid-range. He's looked very good. So if he's put in that spot and you leave Josh Hart to come in with the second unit, I won't be totally mad. But Josh Hart deserves that spot. Um, As far as point guard goes and ball handlers, you have to, you have to start splitting time with Lonzo and and, and, and Lebron. It's just that simple. Uh, we already got the experimental lineup yesterday with this V Kylo, and KCP and Lance make them dance and Beasley, and uh, I think Javale was in there, and it it just didn't look good. We went on a huge scoring drought, lost the lead. And, and, and had to fight back in the end So that's not going to work It's just it's not going to work So Lonzo is going to have to be on the floor Or LeBron is going to have to be on the floor To run point It's just that simple they, They're the best on the team When it comes to organizing the offense Especially in the half court I mean you can put Rondo in there But obviously he's not available right now So I'm putting my money on Josh Hart and I'm sticking with it. I do want to see Beasley get a few more minutes a game, though. Beasley has made some plays. He's, he's put buckets in. But I only want him on the floor when LeBron's on the floor. I don't know if that's possible, but that's how I want it. I want somebody who... Yeah, LeBron just seems like he would work better with Beasley he'll be able to, you know, suck in the defense and kick to Beasley and let him shoot the mid-range. Bong, bong. Beasley does have a trade ball, though you don't see it very often. He spends most of his time trying to get to the basket, but, you know, dish and kick to Beasley or let him just go one-on-one on his man cuz you really don't want to collapse no more when LeBron is on the wing now. LeBron has a legitimate trade ball now. You can't just uh live with it anymore you have to honor it now. So, I I would like to see Beasley in there with LeBron, you know. If not, but still give give Bees a few minutes. A few. Come on, Luke. Give him a few minutes. He's not completely trash. He's not. Lance, you, you you're not making good. You're not making a case for your minutes. Early in the season, you was looking you was looking real buttery out there. Your jump shot was looking wet. You was getting to the rack um but that died I don't know It looked like you lost your luggage And your game was in it It's just not It's not working I don't understand what happened But everybody here talking about you Lance They say this is what they expected from you So I'm going to need you to turn that around Because they asked for you to be on the team They wanted you on the team LeBron wanted you on the team So Earn your spot back Do what you got to do your jump shot's not falling. Keep stroking. I know you got some sort of jump shot, but dang, looking terrible lately. And, um, yeah, that's about it, man. I hope uh, <clears throat> I hope Brandon comes back soon because uh, I don't want LeBron playing too many minutes. I know that's been a big thing, his usage rate. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but it could end up being. I, I don't know. I think Lonzo is young enough. He should be able to play. You know, 35 to 40 minutes a game. I I don't see what the problem would be. I know LeBron can handle it, but still. You know, we don't want him having to play 40 minutes a game. That is the Cavaliers thing. You see how trash they are without my man. So anyways, yeah, man, I think that should be the rotation. Starting lineup, Lonzo, Josh Hart, LeBron, James, Cal Kuzma and Big JaVale that's how I think it should be but uh, when we come back another star player in the league said folks don't want to play with LeBron and I say why we'll talk about that when we come back on Balls Don't Lie let's go All right. Now, when we left off, we were talking about uh, a certain player saying that they didn't think people wanted to play with LeBron. And my question is, why? Why would nobody want to play with LeBron? And when we say nobody, we're talking about star acquisitions, superstar acquisitions, you know, your Kawhi's and your and your and your Durant's. And I should say that Durant is the person who said this Which is crazy that he's even mentioning folks' names In these interviews like this This it just is nuts Anyways These people don't want to play with LeBron Because of all the unwanted attention Well I shouldn't even attention He's going to get the credit when they win And they're going to get the blame when they lose Man first of all That's just dumb You go in the NBA to win championships. That's what it at least used to be. I don't know if that's everybody's motivation anymore. I'm just not sure. All I know is when I used to play in the park and we lined them up, I pick, you pick one. I pick one, you pick one. I always wanted to pick the best player available. I always wanted to play with the best players because I wanted to win. I don't care if I have to. I don't care if I scored 25 points. I didn't care if my numbers were flashy. I didn't care if they got the credit. Of course, I'm a contribute. I'm a contribute what I do, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, if we don't win, I don't care if I score 25 points at all. I I just don't get it. Why would nobody want to play with LeBron? I don't. I understand, see, the old-fashioned way where people said uh, teaming up with other star players and all that is dumb. It it shouldn't say it's dumb, but it's kind of like the weak way out to get into the championship. And I agree with that, but it's too late. That's what they're doing these days in the league. The big three did it. She, they tried to do it back in the day. You remember when Kobe uh, uh, and Shaq, they added Karl Malone and and, and, and uh, Gary Payton and all them? Or, or when sh- um, Charles Barkley, Clyde Drexler, and uh, Akeem Elijah Wine were all on the same team? Oh, no, no, the Pippen, Pippen, Pippen all on the Rockets. Like, they've tried this before, so it's not like it's something new-new. They've been doing this for years, but now it seems to be uh definitely means to, only means to get in the championship. The only team that didn't do that to win a championship for the most part, as of late, was the Warriors before they got Durant. That's it. Everybody else did it. Kobe didn't get one until Shaq came. Kobe didn't get another one until Powell came. You know Tim Duncan and them, you can give it to them. They pretty much drafted or acquired all their all their talents, you know, so they didn't get a flashy superstar from another team. You can give them that, but all the latest spots have been superstar acquisitions. So that's the norm now. So don't get mad when other people do it. It's just, I don't know, man. Why don't you want to play with LeBron, though? He's the most unselfish player of all time. He's the smartest one, so it's hard to be on the court with a bunch of dumb basketball players. <clears throat> J.R. Smith. <clears> thing, <throat> that shot. that came out. <clears throat> it's hard to be on the court with one of those folks when you are the smartest player. But why wouldn't you want to play with the smartest player? Isn't your whole goal of getting better? And your whole goal is winning a championship. That's your whole goal, right? Or is it you want to be the star so you can get the biggest check? I I don't know. Listen, I've never been in the NBA. I've only been to a couple NBA games. So I can't really go into the the mind state of the current NBA player. And I'm not even going to tell you guys that you're wrong. But I'll tell you that I don't understand it. I thought it was all about winning. And LeBron is a complete winner. Yeah, he hasn't won every championship. But shit, he's been to eight of them in a row. What would you do to be in eight championships in a row? i tell you what you won't do, it seems like. Play with LeBron. As you can tell, this just flabbergasts me. I don't understand it. But regardless, somebody's going to come play with LeBron in L.A. And I know who I hope it is. I hope it's that young man named. Ad. That's who I hope it is. I want Davis on my team, but I'll take Clay though. I'll take Clay. Excuse me. I'll take Clay though. That's if I want. If it, if it's if it's not. Yeah, if it's not Anthony Davis, I'll take Clay, a complete knockdown shooter, the only other shooter in the league that's even close to Steph Curry. The only one And I'll take it But other than that I don't think Kawhi would work well with, with LeBron Nah If we can get a, a another point guard Maybe Dame Lillard I could see that I don't know if that's even possible I don't get into people's checks And how these contracts work like that So If it's not possible then it's not but Dame Lillard, that would be a good acquisition for the Lakers. I don't think he wants to play for the Lakers, though. And, yeah, a player like that, I don't want John Wall. Nah, he can't shoot. He strictly drive to the bucket. So, nah, I'm not about that smoke. Uh, Bradley Beal, I keep hearing that name called out. Uh, I mean, I'll take him. I don't want to trade for him. I can tell you that right now. I don't want to give up Ingram, Josh Hart, none of them for for Bradley Beal. It's just not worth it. Not worth it at all. So, I, I don't know. But all you folks that don't want to play with LeBron, especially if you haven't made the championship already, you know, Kawhi has had his championship, so he doesn't need to chase one. It's just he doesn't. KD has championships. He doesn't need to chase one. Anthony Davis don't have any championships and not going to get any unless he finds another superstar. He does have that beast of a man, Mr. Randall, down there. But that's not good enough. It's not good enough in the West. So we'll see, guys. I'm sorry I got on that tangent, but I heard about this thing on the radio all day and it got on my nerves. KD, stop talking about stuff. Everybody already think you a crybaby anyways, so just stop talking about it. If you're going to speak your truth, don't say it in the media. I don't want to have to suffer through your opinion on the radio for an entire 24 hours. Just don't want to do it. Stop it. But anyways. (laughs) Oh, man. It's good to be a Laker fan right now, guys. It's great to be a Laker fan, matter of fact. We haven't been this optimistic in a long time. Long time. So, enjoy it. Come back to Balls, don't lie. I'll probably be doing one or two of these a week. Um, Tell me what you want to hear about. Are you as optimistic as I am? Who do you think is going to come to the Lakers next year? hopefully next year. Don't force it this year. And uh in all our other podcasts, tune into all our top 5s. We had a blast doing our top 5 most hated players, top 5 favorite players. Yeah, come check us out. We got more in store. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of topics being discussed. I got a few guest spots lined up from uh some more sports fanatics. That might be even more knowledgeable than I am, especially on the NBA thing. And uh yeah, we'll be feeding you, feeding you and feeding you and feeding you and feeding you content. Like I said, follow us on Twitter at Balls Don't Lie Pod. Check us out wherever you watch, uh, excuse me, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, we're everywhere. It's no excuse. <laughs> yes. And I appreciate you tuning in. I am Anton, and my ghost, Regular Steven, is <laughs> not here, but well, we'll be back soon. Thank you for listening. Balls Don't Lie podcast. Let's go.